What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. with another podcast i have a guest that i'm going to allow him to introduce himself so let's get into it yo hi hi thanks for having me on uh my name's nick uh i have my i work in uh my job day job i guess is i work in healthcare. i work with adults with disabilities um i help them day-to-day life stuff uh, make sure they get their medication do stuff like that but uh really what i do mostly in my off time is focus on like things like cryptocurrency and that's uh, basically my main passion right now probably um, and how did you get into that? Oh, uh, well, uh, just quite a long story. I mean, I kind of got into it on a Hail Mary. Um, I was uh, got got dumped kind of actually. And I had a, was into stocks for a while. And it was like, I wanted to just make a radical change kind of. So I decided to just jump full force into cryptocurrency, sold all my stocks, jumped right into cryptocurrency and just started kind of like stockpiling crypto started going headfirst into that spent all my time researching it um and just kind of never looked back after that honestly <laughs> okay. and how have you been able to like for someone that doesn't know anything about cryptocurrency how would you explain it for them there's multiple different well cryptocurrency is a very broad term because there's different there are different currencies and each one of those currencies is generally on what is what is called a blockchain there is like bitcoin which is the one people most people know about which is the biggest of all of them and then there's other blockchains there's things like ethereum which is the second biggest coin out there and they have a, that is its own separate chain that's not connected to bitcoin bitcoin is its own thing and then there's ethereum and then on top of ethereum there is coins that are built on top of it and then there, those 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 coins have their own ecosystems and their own prices and things built within them, but they're all built on top of Ethereum. And so Ethereum is like a layer, like the layer one. And then there's on top of that, there's even side chains where there's other coins that are like similar to Ethereum that have those same ideas of smart contracts. Is that's what Ethereum is? Is a smart contract, which is like programmable money. It's uh, hard to describe on a very uh i'm not the i'm not i'm not a uh, developer by any means i'm not a coder i'm not a computer person really i kind of fell into cryptocurrency as i was into stocks and i looked at cryptocurrency at the very beginning as i thought it was similar to stocks which there are some similarities um but there also is there are some very big differences as well between the two um Whereas a stock is like your own share of a corporation or a company and you have certain rights and things like that. You have voting rights or you earn dividends and things like that. And there are certain tokens that have those same mechanics mm-hmm. where if you have the token, you have governor, you have a governor, you have a vote and things that happen on, on the system or you receive fees from the system. There are things that are implemented, but that's not how every token is. Um, some tokens do not do that. Some tokens are just tokens. Um, so, yeah. So I know they say like Bitcoin and everything is like the new way of the future. Um, how do you agree with that first? Uh, abs- absolutely. Um, I mean, it's one of those things of I believe it's called the Lindy effect. Mm-hmm. It's if, if a t- what form of technology exists for over a period of 10 years without going away, it is basically impermanent it's gonna be around it's the chances of it continuing to be around is very very likely and bitcoin has passed that ethereum i believe is around eight years old right now and it's getting close to that 10-year mark and we've had these giant ups and downs you had the very beginning of bitcoin when it was nothing when it was 25 cents 50 cents pennies 
And then we had that huge run up in 2017 where it went up to $20,000 $20, and it crashed down. And after that, everyone was saying, oh, cryptocurrency is dead. It's dead. It's over. It's just this big Ponzi. And people who have been saying that, it's got the same people who were saying after the dot-com bubble happened in the early 2000s. They said, oh, the internet's dead. The internet's coming, not coming back. That dot-com bubble happened. Those, that, those, that internet, that's not going to be a thing. That's kind of how the people who talk crap about Bitcoin after 2017, that's kind of like what it is. Is it Just because you don't understand it, doesn't mean it's not what's going to happen. It's crypto will be is the future, and it's going to be a lot more to the point where you're not even realizing what you're doing is crypto. It's going to be in the background of things. You're going to be on Amazon, and you're going to be using Amazon. And you're, one day, Amazon's just going to have like its own wallet, or every everyone's going to have their own wallets on these websites, and that's going to be crypto. And you're going to have like these Amazon coins or Facebook coin or all the other coins, and it's going to be crypto, but you're not even going to realize it's crypto because it's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's going to be embedded into the website, and it's not going to be as front. It's not going to be as clunky, I guess, as it is right now. To where right now it's you need these wallets, and you need to be able to send things from one wallet to another. It's I'm not a tech. I'm not that technical a person, and like you, a normal person could figure it out, like mm-hmm. I did. Anyone else, anyone can, but. It's definitely not something you would put your grandma in, in front of a computer and tell her how to set up a wallet. Like it's not something that it's not that it's not we're not there yet. Um, but we, when we get there, it will be something. I definitely think that is the future where things are going. It's just a lot simpler. It's it everything in crypto is a lot faster as far as monetary wise money. Mm-hmm. It's so much more efficient than the way the, the current banking system and the current trust system and a lot of things. It's completely you can be complete everything can be completely trustless with cryptocurrencies. Okay, so if someone has like let's say a US dollar and they wanted to purchase some cryptocurrency, how would they go about doing that? Um that's varying depending on where you live here in America. There's tons of exchanges. Um there's things like Gemini, which is started by the Winklevoss twins. If you're familiar with them, they're the people who came up with Facebook and the Mark Zuckerberg there stole the idea and they sued him. They got a bunch of money from that lawsuit, bought a bunch of Bitcoin. And they're called the Bitcoin barons. They're Bitcoin billionaires. They started their own exchange called Gemini. Um, and you can make an account with them and you can buy crypto on that exchange. And on top of that exchange, you can also have they have an earn section where you can buy the crypto and have it on their exchange. And they will basically pay you an interest rate on your crypto. So you can basically have this passive income kind of. On and just by buying and holding on their exchange, and there's also exchanges like Coinbase, which is a very big one. They had their ad in the Super Bowl, um, and then there's things like Crypto.com, which is you know they own they just bought the Staples Center, and they do they're the big sponsor of uh, UFC, and uh, they're sponsoring the World Cup stuff like that. These big corporations, they're they are the main exchanges. And you can take your dollars and you can register an account with these with these people and you can buy Bitcoin or Ethereum or tons of other coins that are on these exchanges. Okay. So if someone's first starting out with uh, Bitcoin and they wanted to purchase some, what would you recommend for them to purchase? Like how much would you recommend for them to purchase at first and to really get involved in it? What I always tell people with crypto in general is never spend more than you're willing to lose is my rule of thumb. I believe in crypto. I think it is the future, but this is a volatile asset. That's why I always tell people not financial advice, stuff like this. It's, it's, these things are volatile. You can see these prices radically go up and down, which is why I always suggest dollar cost averaging. Overall, it's, it, it's don't, if you only have $500 to your name, you don't want to throw $500 all at once into Bitcoin. Yeah, you could get lucky and the price could show up, but you can make a lot of money. But the price could also go down. That's going to hurt a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. You're far better off investing $20 a week into Bitcoin. And then over the long run of five years, 10 years, you will most likely be up if you're spending. And you're not going to think about it because the people think about investing. Most people make the mistake of when they first get into it. Even I did this with the stock market is you dump all your money in $1,000 if that's all you have, $500 if that's all you have. You dump it all into one stock and then Maybe that stock has a bad day and it goes down 5% or something like that. And then you freak out and then you sell that stock at a loss. And now 
you're selling a stock at a loss and you're not making any money. And then as you jump back in, it's going to be the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's you're better off going in slow and steady and just not spending more than you can afford to lose and having that money as think of it as when you invest, that money's gone. Like that's why it's better to do it. And then over time, that money will just keep on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, just like stocks, how stocks work? Do you, is for someone that understands stocks, would you say it would be easy for them to understand Bitcoin? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the stock market is the same principle. The markets are the same same principle all around. You know, it's the mm -hmm. uh, uh, markets are buying demand, uh, sell uh, demand, uh, buy, uh, supply and demand. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Stuttering there. Um, it's all supply and demand. You know, the more people who are buying a coin. Will make the price go up. If there's a lot of people selling that coin, there's more coins on the open market. Therefore, the price will go down. Um, so it, it's in theory, it's it is the same as as stock market. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And for people like, how many like can I ask? How many exchanges have you have you traded in on with uh, Bitcoin and uh, crypto? Well, I have uh, as far as like the main exchanges because there is like the what are called centralized exchanges which is like a centralized exchange is something like uh coinbase gemini crypto.com i have accounts with all three of them i have i have accounts with all three of them and i've used all three of them actively before um because before a couple of years ago it's some some exchanges some some exchanges didn't have all the coins so you, you would need to have a crypto.com account and a coinbase account and all these other accounts because maybe one exchange would sell a coin and the other exchange wouldn't um, but then as I've gotten in, I've moved to also using things that are called decentralized exchanges, which basically are exchanges that are ran on as a smart contract, as smart contract. So it's a website. Take the big one I use is called SushiSwap. It's a swapping site. So if, let's say you want to, it's on, it's built on top of Ethereum. And let's say you wanted to trade Ethereum or swap Ethereum for another coin. What you could do is you could go on to this website, SushiSwap, and connect your wallet, and you could trade Ethereum for any other coin you wanted that's on there that has that also has liquidity on their website. And there's also things like that that you can use. Okay. And what, what would you say the most uh, commonly misconception about uh, crypto is? It's a great, that's a Ponzi scheme and that it's get rich quick. Like it's, it, you can get rich very quick in crypto uh, it, or within a couple of years, but it's not guaranteed. And they're, the best way I can describe crypto is it's, it's gotten better, but it's really like the wild west of finance or it's get, it's coming to an end to where the regulation is coming in. It's getting to be a whole lot safer. The scams are thinning out. People are becoming a whole lot more smart in the space. Yeah. But for for a long time, it was really quite the wild west of finance, where overnight you would have these protocols and programs pop up, and they would raise millions of dollars overnight, and they'd be booms, and then some of them would boom, and people would make a ton of money, and they would be great, and like the people, the the developers and the people working on the projects would be good people, and they would do something with them. That's why we have amazing projects on Ethereum, things like Yearn Finance, Compound Finance. Uh, and some of these other protocols that are great teams, things people actively working on them. They have billions of dollars of liquidity locked up on these protocols. Um, but there's also at the same time, a lot of these coins that were created out of nowhere and the teams would just walk away with millions of dollars. You see the same thing now in the whole NFT space. Just just today, there was two founders, two 20-year-old founders were char are getting charged with 20 years and uh, 20 years in federal prison for uh, walking away with millions of dollars from an NFT scam. Um, it's uh, it's like there's it's there's you you got you have to be very vigilant in this space because if it sounds too good to be true, it it probably is. But that's very hard in crypto because all of crypto sounds too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to tell someone like think about it, think about it this way, just. Uh, last year, Ethereum was $400. And right now, as of today, Ethereum, I believe, is that right now it's at $3,112. So just in a year, we've, we're talking immense gains. Bitcoin last year was under $20,000. And we're looking at a, at a $40,000 Bitcoin today. 
and it's so it's everything sounds too good to be true. So it's very hard to 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 serve to uh, to to see which what what's good and what's not sometimes. Which is why it's sometimes best to just if you're not spending all your time, you know, researching these projects, uh, and finding out who's actually working on these things. Sometimes it's better off to you know stick to Bitcoin, Ethereum, the the main the main players. You know, you can't yeah. go wrong with those two. Okay, cool, cool. Well, let me. Uh, transition into a song and then we'll get into some more dialogue this record that i'm going to play is um by davion ferris it's called sometimes Song's actually really sad. <laughs> um, but just to get into some more dialogue, or before again, that song was by Davion Ferris, um, called Sometimes. You can get that on my playlist right now. It's on Spotify or Apple Music called Terrell Garnett Presents Brown Sugar and Honey. Um, but to get into some more dialogue, um, what would you say your definition of success is? Oh, um, to where you don't have to worry about, like, if, if something pops up, you know you're okay. Like my my very my 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 goal success, like what I think I've made it. It's not like I've never been somebody who like thinks like, oh, I want a big mansion or Lamborghini stuff like that. My idea of success is I don't have to worry about having my rent due. I don't have to worry about having gas in my car or having groceries in my, in my, in my fridge. Like that's, it's not like, Oh, you know, I, I can afford to go out to dinner with my, with my buddies and have a good, good weekend and not have to stress big. Like, oh, penny, pinch my pennies. That's my version of success. 
Like it doesn't take much to be successful in my eyes. It's just, if you're happy and you know, you have food, you have, you, you have a bed, you're, you're successful, man. Like, yeah, I, I love that answer. Um, speaking of happiness, um, there's this question that I have. It says, if heaven were one moment to be relived over and over, what would your heaven be? Huh. One, that's hard to put one moment on that. What was that? I'm sorry. It's, it's hard to put one moment yeah. to think of one moment. That's, that's a hard one. Um, shoot. Uh, probably like, like Christmas morning when I was like a little kid, like, like when I was like, I can't remember what, what, what year it was when I was a little kid was when I like still believed in Santa, I was that young type thing. And I remember like, just looking back on it as an adult, like, the world like i literally was so like sheltered in the world at that point like i had no idea of like what what anything that there was no wrong in the world at that point like everything was just happy joy joy so i guess like that would be heaven because there was no worry like that's the beauty of being a kid back then really man is you know you don't have you don't understand that there's worries in the world all you have to deal with is the things right in front of you all the time as a kid yeah. and that's that's like heaven almost where there's no worry <laughs> No, I, t- I totally agree with that. And life was so much more simpler back then. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, I'm going to ask, if you had, th- let's say, three years left to live, what would you be doing different right now? Oh, uh, traveling, for sure. Um, I would try to see a lot more of the world. I wouldn't, wouldn't stay sitting still. Um, I would try to go around and visit all my friends because I have friends that live in other parts of the country. Um, I would try to go around and see all of them. Go to do go go see the things that I would always I've always wanted to go see or do the things I always wanted to do, um, and then do that for like probably like that first year, and then for the last two years, probably just kick it with friends, close friends, and family, and like spend as much time as I could. Um, until whenever you know that's probably the simple as simple answer as I can get. And why 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 don't you do that now? I guess you know it's that's a hard. It's not I guess not even a hard question. You know it's uh, worried about the future. You never you never know what can happen. You know I would love to to drop work and uh, go travel travel around. Uh, it's not like I haven't thought about it. I had COVID over Christmas. And right at the beginning of uh, right as it ended, it ended right. I got was getting better right at the beginning of New Year's. I've been off work for those two weeks, and I was like, "Man, I should just take a year off, you know, go travel around, just go come back in 2023, you know, see 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 how it goes." Uh, (laughs) uh, But you know, it's I I don't know if I could do it. I I feel like if 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 I knew my life was going to end, I could sit still and enjoy it. But knowing that it's not. Right now, at least not that I know of, given yeah. I could walk out and get hit by a bus. Yeah, God forbid <laughs> right <that now>. happens. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just – I have this drive. I want to keep doing st- – I want to keep working. I want to keep thinking about like further – I'm imagining I have more time right now, which is why I'm focusing so hard on grinding right now in my 20s to where you know I tw- my 20s and 30s work my butt off to where I don't have to work as hard when I'm in my 40s and my 50s. And that's my goal right now. So like, that's – what I'm what I'm thinking of, why I don't do it now. That makes sense. So, what would you say your greatest strength is? Uh, my friends, um, hundred percent. Uh, like friendship, communication. I guess. Uh, I'm good at talking <laughs> to people. Mm-hmm. I you know I'm not always good at uh getting my getting my point across, but you know, uh, I like to talk to people. I like people. Um. You say you're and a like person? communication with people is probably my best. Uh, I guess not not the, not the word. Um, connection with people, I guess I can connect with people very easily. Like that's a, that's an amazing quality to have. Um, random question. So yesterday I was talking to one of my friends, and um, he we were talking about somebody that um, one of our other friends that was talking to this new guy. 
And he's like, oh, it's the guy with the tattoo on his hand. And I'm like, how did you even remember that? You met him once, like six, seven <laughs> months ago. Like how, like, how do you even remember who I'm even talking to? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I just remember stuff like that. And, and I was telling him that, like, I could not, like, we see on TV, or I don't even know if this happens in real life, when they do the sketches for the, um, like, if someone committed a crime or did something really bad or whatever, and you're a witness, and they have you go in, and you describe somebody so they can make the sketch to capture, capture, capture the person. I don't think that I would be the type of person that can give them great enough details about how somebody looked for them to even... Um, create a sketch well enough for them to identify the person that that did the the certain crime i've had like one of my friends kelsey um and i remember one day i was looking at her in the face and i'm like oh dang kelsey i didn't know you had blue eyes like and she was like you've known me for six years and you didn't realize i had blue eyes and i'm like no i just i don't know i guess i never paid attention however i do pay attention to like body language and just you know certain people's mannerisms and certain things like that so I can tell if someone's not being themselves even if I really don't know them um I am a certified life coach and I went to school for that and there's like this test that they give you where it's like 120 I want to say questions because but they're not really questions it's literally pictures um, some of them are drawings and some of them are not. And you basically have to describe what that person is feeling in that moment and be accurate, you know? Um, and I got I got every single one right. So, like, with certain things like that, I can kind of tell when someone's, like, off. But, like, when it comes to, um, like, details and, and features and stuff, I'm not that type of person. So I know you mm. said that you're a people person. Would you, would you be – are you able to tell – both or one one of the other i am very similar to you to where you know if i got if i got mugged by someone unless that guy has a scar or or face tattoos or something like that i would have no way of describing them to someone um i mean i would know what they look like maybe but i don't know how how you can describe someone's forehead other than you know they have a forehead um (laughs) or they have eye they have brown eyes or i i I can't i don't understand how a sketch artist can sit there and listen to like his nose was angled it this way or something like that and how they can get a good depiction out of that um i there's no way i can do that unless there's a, def- a defining feature like i can remember things about people like you for instance your, your friend said oh the guy with the tattoo on his hand like if there's tattoos and stuff like that like definitive marks uh i i can probably remember someone like that but if it's something like just everyone's got two eyes. Most, most people have two eyes and nose things like that yeah. so, you know as long as it's things like that you know i I couldn't tell anyone from anyone. <laughs> yeah, he was so detailed about what the tattoo uh, was, though, which was crazy. That's all. I was just like, what? He was like, yeah, it was a tree. And it looked like, and I'm like, how do you even remember that? Like, it was over six months ago. Like, and you talked to this person one time, and they weren't even talking at the same time. So the fact that you were like, oh, it has to be this person. Like, it just baffled me, like, because I was just like, oh, yeah, she's talking to this new white guy who works at our job or whatever. And he's like, oh, this such and such. I'm like, how do you even know? Like, there's so many other people they hired that look exactly, (laughs) not exactly the same, but look the same. How do you know it's that person? Like, how did you? Go figure. Go figure. And so with everything that's happened, happened within the last two years with social injustice, and of course, COVID. And I know you stated that you had COVID. Um, how has how has life impacted you in these last two to three years? Oof. Uh, it's, I mean, it, it kind of, it's bummed me out. I mean, I was never really, I go back and forth in being socially, and I've had my friends, my, my small circle of friends in high school, um, and I was never really like a bar person. I was really going out, but I had a couple friends who had started to get me to really like going out to like bars and stuff like that. But, like probably four months before COVID really happened. And then once I really got into the tune of really enjoying going out on the weekends, like Friday night, yeah, let's go out. COVID happens. <laughs> and I lost that. And then a lot of my friends moved away and, you know, COVID really, it really changed things. Cause you, it's, you can't really meet people the same way you could before, like before COVID, I think, I guess things are getting better now. Now that, you know, the 
things are getting better. The mask mandates are starting to go away more because yeah. people are this, this less people are sick. So people are being different. That we people are of. being more okay with people approaching them. But for a long time during COVID, it's like, I like to go to bars to go meet new people. But with when all that stuff started to happen, you would just go to the bar to hang out with the same five people you're with. And you wouldn't really want to meet new people because you never knew if those other new people at the bar had were, were sick or if they had been vaccinated or mm-hmm. anything like that. So it kind of made people way more distant and it made it much, made it, it's made it much harder to make new friends, I guess, is the biggest change I've noticed during COVID. The yeah. friends that you do have, you're I've become a whole lot closer with, mm-hmm. but it's become a whole lot harder to make new friends since all this has happened. And that, that, that's bummed me up considerably. Yeah. I think that like <laughs> with the whole, I don't know for say if COVID has lightened up. What I think has happened is that the news is not covering it as much as they were before. So mm-hmm. therefore we just don't hear about the outbreaks as we were hearing. Cause it was always on the news. Like now they're all they're talking about is like Ukraine and Russia. So that's the most important thing. Um, but people are still getting COVID. People are still in the hospital dying from it. It's just not talked about as much. Um, and I believe that it's not talked about as much as because like as a society and stuff, like we can't afford not to work anymore. So like I say that we can't afford not to work anymore. However, they found $20 billion to go send to Russia. So <laughs> clearly we can't afford not to work, but um, we, we can't afford not to do the same thing and then not even just that we can't afford it like we're kind of sick and tired of being um in the locked house in. yeah locked in yeah i personally didn't have a problem with it i still don't really i'm, I'm a homebody in nature um i don't like to be bothered granted i do love pe- to, to be to interact with people um however when they have decent energy <laughs> mm-hmm. um i i go off of energy um i don't think that my life has changed I think it's actually been better since COVID has happened. I started a podcast. I, you know, I feel like people have done things that they probably never would have done if not for COVID. Um, people mm-hmm. have um, started to live their dreams out. And I don't think that's, it made people get uncomfortable. And when uncomfortability happens, that's when you're able to start change, start, you know, changes and stuff. So I think that it has been a blessing less than a curse and then we had like the whole social injustice and i feel like that's something that um a racial injustice um something that has been happening forever but i feel like it's put a, a microscope um on things and it's so ironic that it was 2020 where it happened and people are you know in a sense having 2020 vision of like what life really is like for other individuals whether it be the black community the hispanic community the asian community um uh, I feel like it's just shined a, a light um, on a lot of things that most of us knew, but we ignore. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to ignore certain things. Um, Absolutely. So I don't, for me, I don't, I don't see it as a, granted with all the people have dying, that's really sad. And I don't want to take, I don't want to take away from that. But for me, I feel like it's, it, with all the negativity there is a lot of positivity and i think just in life in general we have to look at life like that like it's not always about the negative things that have happened it's you know uh, we got to look at we have to look for the good and the bad yeah absolutely you know you gotta you gotta always try to stay positive yeah exactly well, let me get into another record um this is also off the same playlist um oh what song do i want to play um let's do nola this is by um i'm gonna pronounce her name so wrong and i do apologize um it's spelled asian but it's it's not pronounced that way um (laughs) um, but i believe her name is like asanian or some or something like that but anyways the song is called nola and i absolutely love this record um and it just talks about how there's no love in la let's get into it I swear ain't no love 
Speaking of love, if I can get into your business a little bit, <laughs> she described like what she's looking for in a relationship, and she's saying that she doesn't, she can't find that out here in you know LA. Um, would you say that's true for you, or have you you know, or do you find that it's hard for you to be in a relationship or find? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would definitely say that. Uh, I've definitely tried tried to do relationships. Um, I think I've one of those people who I like the idea of a relate. I'm in love with the idea of being in love, mm. um, to where like, I, I, I want it. I just want. I want. It, I want it, and I don't know how to do it. Type thing. Like I've had relationships, um, but at this point in my life, you know, I'm more focused on being okay with being alone because that's been a big issue with me is I've always like wanted to have a partner, have, have a girlfriend as not even as, as more of like a, to feel more complete. And I feel like that's, that's a red, that's not something you should do. You should want to have a partner uh, because you want to have a partner, not because you don't feel adequate being alone. Um, And that's more of what my, what the place I'm at in life is, you know, being more okay being by myself before I even think about bringing another person into my mess. <laughs> and I totally feel you. I was telling, I went out to dinner um, yesterday with two friends and I was telling them that like, um, there's been like a girl or whatever I've talked to or whatever. And then I started to realize like now that we don't talk no more, um, that just reminded me of a song. We don't talk anymore. Who sings that? <laughs> but anyways, sorry, it threw me <laughs> off. Um, but um, it made me realize that, like, sometimes, like, we miss people more than we ever actually liked them. Yeah, I can definitely feel that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, like I missed you more than I, 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 I don't know if that's a song, but someone needs to write that. I'm, I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> um. But, like, yeah, like, sometimes we actually missed you way more than we ever, ever. Actually, I think that is a song, and I'm going to play it. But um, we missed you ever way more than we ever liked you. It's We missed the affection. We missed the, you know, and in a sense, it's not necessarily you that we miss, but just what you brought. And it's, it's a really sad thing, and it's a really tough pill to swallow. Um, 
And I don't think that any anytime you're in a relationship when people are like, oh, dang, you just wasted the best years of your life. But I don't think it's a waste, for say, because, you know, you, you learn, you're learning something. Granted, once you've already learned that lesson and you still stay in that place because you're so comfortable, then therefore that would be the waste. Um, but for the most part, I think that it's it's all a learning experience. Um, I think that it's it's hard nowadays to really date. Um, and I want to say this is more so for the females, and I don't want to get attacked when I say these things. But I think and feel that a lot of times how society is, it's like people are looking for something that's not necessarily ideal. Like we, we see these happy couples online and they, we don't know what they go through behind closed doors. So when you say relationship goals, like, oh, their relationship goals, you really don't know. Like I just seen this one thing recently. I don't remember their names, but this guy, um, and this girl, they were dating, they were posting, like, their TikTok, almost TikTok famous or whatever, and she was saying, like, oh, when you have no drama in your relationship, well, he ended up killing her. Like, so <laughs> you really never know um, what um, someone's really going through behind closed doors. You know, some things literally are just for, for the gram. Some things are literally just for TikTok. Um, and I actually do want to get the dude's name so y'all can look up the story because I ain't, you know, I ain't lying. Um, uh, Ali Abulabam, Abulabam, I don't know. It's, um, there's a YouTube link, the gruesome story of Ali Abulabam. But he ended up murdering the his girlfriend or whatever. And, like, things happen like that. But what I was going to go in the direction of saying is that, like, I feel that with some women, not all, are like this. But, like, we have, like, the no shade to any of these women I'm about to name, but like the Cardi B's, the Nicki Minaj's, the the maybe not not maybe not Cardi B, but but um even so yeah the Cardi B's um um what's the girl's name um I can't think of her name for the life of me right now she sings um it's gonna bug me I I hate when I do this um. But um, I'm gonna get her name right now. Um, Sweetie, there you go. I can't think of that for the of my life. Um, but like they, they're putting out this image that women you should not be with anybody if they're not buying you bags or buying you a car, or buying you know paying for everything. <clears throat> but then at the same time, they're screaming out women empowerment and you know you got to be self. And so, you know, like all about yourself in a sense. So it's like you're saying that you need to be self-employed and have your own bag and have your own money. But at the same time, you're still saying that the man needs to do all these things. Um, so it's like you can't necessarily have it both ways. This isn't Burger King. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't have it your way. Um, so and I think that a lot of times when a girl now sees like I know somebody, someone was telling me a story that this they were talking to this guy. They were like, he was so bomb, so fun, whatever. He, you know, like, ideal guy. He always asked about what I was doing, always checked on me, doing all this stuff or whatever. She's all like, but um, I was going to go visit him, and he didn't have any furniture in his apartment. So I canceled my trip or whatever, and I, and I ghosted him. And it's like, well, you don't know what he's doing to get, you know, like, you don't know, like, maybe he's working towards that, like, this may be his first house. He may have went through some stuff, so he doesn't have the furniture and all the stuff, but he has his own place. You don't even got your own house. place. <laughs> like, so it's like people are way, you know, way shallow. They don't give certain people, you know, a, a chance. And then I seen this other story on, on the gram the other day where this um, woman said that she went on this date. The guy sent her money to... Um, to get to where she's going to, to to have him on the date and just so she has gas to get back home because gas is so expensive right now. Paid for everything, opened her door. She's like, he was a perfect gentleman. She's like, but he didn't compliment me, so I'm not never going to talk to him again. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Just because he didn't give you a compliment? Maybe you didn't look good that day. <laughs> like, like it, and I feel like we're so quick in, in this society, whether it be with a job or anything, to just cut people off. And to just throw them at the wayside without 
um, expressing what we need or, you know, just really getting to know people. I don't know if you, you can relate to any of all that <laughs> I just said right now. Um, but I feel like we, it's like a, uh, we're, we live in a microwavable society. If we can't microwave it and get it fast, then we don't necessarily want it. Yeah. Everyone has, lots of people have a very short attention span and, uh, you know, it's things move fast. Things move very fast today's day and age. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's a mile a minute, um, and if things st- there's things hit a rough patch, even at the very, especially in the very beginning, all the times, people are very quickly to uh, to bounce out because I mean, it it's a good and bad thing. I mean, we're at an age where people are more free to display who they are nowadays than ever before, um, openly, and this it's, it's it it comes it's. It come, the good comes with the bad sometimes yeah. where, you know, people have the ability to display themselves openly however they want. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's so many more people displaying themselves out there that everyone's a swipe. Every, everyone has become a swipe almost to where people are so quickly to just get rid of someone that's in front of them because that's there's true. a thousand more of them that they can swipe past. Um, so it, it's a double-edged sword to where, you know, it's people can be themselves, but at the same time, Everyone, there's so many, there's so many faces going in front of people nowadays that it's hard for people to people to get uh, people to for you to catch someone's attention long enough for them to actually get to know you before they want to just look at a different face and see how quickly that connection happens. People are trying to find that instant connection, which doesn't always happen. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, and and I just it just it makes me think of like the tenders and these these apps because you really are solely going after somebody just because the way they look. Um, If they don't have the right pictures up, then you're just going to swipe. Um, And you really don't get to know the person. Whereas, yeah, the same thing, similar situations may happen at a restaurant or a bar or something like that. However, you're more inclined to actually talk to somebody that you may not necessarily physically be attracted to at first. Um. Because, you know, someone could come up to you or you might go up to somebody. But, like, with this, it's like if you don't look a certain way nowadays, we're in that society with social media and everything. If you don't look a certain way, then I'm not going to talk to you, whether it be a friend, whether it be somebody romantic. Um, And we're just such a judgmental. We're just so judgmental. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. makes It's made me more hesitant to, like, put myself out there i'm sure it makes a lot of other people more happy to just put themselves out there because no one likes to be judged yeah no one enjoys that <laughs> so. so true and i my one of my friends said like oh yeah there's this new this i don't know if it's new but there's this app called blk so that's like uh tinder but for black people and i'm like oh, okay I'll, I'll join it and you know just to see and then i'm swiping and i'm like I don't see no black girls. Like, <laughs> most of the girls are white or hispanic or whatever and that now where if I was on Tinder, I wouldn't feel no type of way. But now I feel some type of way because you're literally on this app trying to get, for lack of a better term, some niggas. Like, like you're really on here just trying to get black dudes. So that now I'm completely turned off. So I'm like, you know, I'm these dating apps are not for me. I need to meet somebody the old-fashioned way. Um, um, good luck with that since I don't necessarily go out the house. But I don't have a problem meeting new people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but let me get into a last song or whatever, and then I'm going to ask you some more questions before I let you go. Um, wrong phone. So this next record that I'm going to play, um, since we were talking about love, there's a line in this song. Um, the song's by Latoya Luckett, um, yeah, whom I love. The song's called Worlds Apart. It's from her last album that came out in 2017. Um, and... There's a line in the record, and I feel like it, it, it embodies kind of some of the stuff that we were talking about right now. So it, she dictates, like, how the relationship has gone south, and she, quote-unquote, fell in love or fell for this dude so easily because, I, mean, I guess, he was doing all the right things that there was really no foundation or no substance. So when it's time to actually fight for the relationship, she doesn't know what she's even fighting for. And I feel that sometimes we get into certain situations or relationships, whether it be with friends or, you know, where you just meet somebody so fast and you guys just click, but there's no foundation built 
upon that, you really don't get to know the person and what they're going through. I know there's people out there that like rush into saying I love yous before actually really getting to know what the person's going through in real life or how they really are. So this song again is called World Apart. And again, you can get this record off of my um, playlist. That's on Apple Music, Spotify, called Terrell Garnett Presents Brown Sugar and Honey. Here's Worlds Apart by my favorite, Latoya Luckett. To say I love you, I mean it. Does that even happen anymore? I wanted to trust every word. Every word he said. But deep down, I know. I love you, he said. I love you. Trust me. Just trust me. Not anymore. questions in terms of bitcoin and everything what um is your biggest hope for the future for whether yourself or just bitcoin in, in general i mean adoption i mean i would like it the the way 
the way everything's backed right now, I mean, does I wouldn't necessarily everything needs to be backed by Bitcoin, but the way the way the the way the money system works nowadays is doesn't work. This the the printing the infinite money printing. It's evidence that you know the inflation we're experiencing right now, the the problems, the economic problems, the entire world is suffering. Um, it's it's all due to not having a good monetary system in play, and you know crypto is better than the system we have. It's permissionless. It doesn't involve a government controlling the money. And the problem with the governments controlling money is there's people controlling it at that point. And people are flawed and people will be corrupt and manipulate to benefit themselves or their friends. And you can't do that with Bitcoin. You can't do that with a lot of these cryptocurrencies that are decentralized. And uh, there's an open ledger that people can see where the money is going. And you can't fraud the way you can with the current system. So I guess just that it becomes more adopted because things will be a lot more fair and, and money will be actually fair value. And there will be a lot, it's a lot easier to distribute wealth with cryptocurrencies than with the monetary system, the money system we have currently. That, that, that's so true. Um, we are flawed as people. And I believe that, that, that would be, great but now we just have to get everybody to get on crypto <laughs> <laughs> um so this is a question that i usually ask people if you could choose three people to share an intimate meal with who would it be and why like anyone anybody dead or alive three people huh Oh. Dang, that's a hard one. There's so many good people in other history. I guess one uh, would be like uh, probably like Bob Marley. He was like a real rebel man back in the day. I mean, the man you basically unified the, his country of Jamaica. Um, he did a lot of good stuff. Uh, he was dedicated to his, he had a cause that he was dedicated to. And, you know, he never wavered from that. Um, and that'd be, he'd be a really interesting person to talk to and really get to know more about like, more more about like his ideas more than what the interviews we got from him more not just about his music but more about like his actual ideologies and what he thought about day-to-day -day stuff um another person trying to think um Probably another musician-wise, maybe like Kurt Cobain. Um, I always liked a lot of what he said. He was a very, in all the interviews I've seen of him, he was a very down-to-earth person. Um, he, despite how big like Nirvana got, he never let that fame get to his head. You know, that's something that uh, some people should kind of aspire to have to have that down-to-earth quality of doesn't matter if you get successful, be who you are, be who, be who you always were, type thing. Yeah. Um, he'd be think he'd be a really interesting person to talk to. Um, as far as a third person, shoot, um, I can't think of one. <laughs> um, I can, I'm trying to think of like people who if they're alive or if they're dead or not. Um, <laughs> I guess yeah, it's anyone though. So anyone. Um. I really can't think of a third person. Shoot. <laughs> no, no worries. You got your two. Yeah. 
Um, I always think too when I do these I think of celebrities but like just City Ant because I always say Janet Jackson I just I, I really want to speak to Janet Jackson um, and that's never going to change but somebody that I um, just popped in my head right now um, so my um, little brother David he was in a really bad he motorcycle accident um, back in the end of September, beginning of, of October. And um, he's still alive. Thank, thank you, God. Um, and still able to talk and everything. Um, however, like, he's not... He's not um, 100% himself fully. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I could have a dinner with somebody, intimate dinner, it would be with him... Um, in the state that he was before the accident. I understand. Um, yeah. That was sad. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to thank you so much for coming on and wanting to come on fun. just to, sh- to share um, a little bit about one yourself and about crypto. Is there any last thoughts that you have that you would want people to know about crypto or Bitcoin or anything? Um, I mean, do your research, get into it. I mean, there's so many, so many good avenues. I mean, crypto, it's, it's freeing. I mean, it's the current system we have at play is it, you get trapped, man. We're, we're born. If you're unfortunate enough to be born here and you're not of, of upper, upper scale family, you know, you're like me, you're like you maybe who was, went to the public school education for high school and things like that. At least in my public school education, you know. You're not taught finances. You're not taught about taxes. You're not taught about how to balance a checkbook or investing. And then you're thrown out into this world to where you work for these jobs where you don't make enough money to live. So you have to borrow money from a bank that pays that you're paying your that you don't that you can never pay back because you need these money just to live. And you're stuck with this debt over your head forever. And that's what keeps you working mm-hmm. forever is the fact that you have this debt and I see crypto as a way as a way out of that. If you control your own your own money, you take your money and you invest it smartly and you can grow it and you can earn revenues in other alternative ways that aren't the traditional banking, you can escape their trap that is that is that system. So do do research, you know, uh, there's tons of tons of stuff out there. Uh, you can find out and um, uh, learn about. Or YouTube is a great source. That's where I learned a lot of my stuff. YouTube, Twitter. I mean, don't believe everything you hear on there. Um, but there's lots of tutorial videos on there of like just not anyone selling you something with just what cryptocurrency is and how to get started and getting a wallet and things like that. I recommend everyone doing that and at least knowing the steps of what it is. And if anybody wanted to contact you, are they able to do that just to, to speak about this or get some tips? Uh, I mean, I have an Instagram. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's about my only uh, my only way. I mean, my, my Twitter I have is like anonymous, uh, but uh, my my Instagram is totally my, just me out there. Um, it's Nick Thornby, uh, N I C K T H O R N B. That's my handle on there. Um, you know, you can go ahead and follow me, send me a DM, you know, um, I love crypto. I'll ask her questions as best I can or send you references to things. I, the things I, I learned from, um, you can learn a lot of those. There's a lot of those YouTubers, you know, don't believe every coin, every coin they're telling you to buy, but a lot of them have good tutorial videos of, you know, what is Ethereum? What is a smart contract? Um, descriptions of what these what these protocols are not necessarily telling you what to buy never listen to say hey buy this coin uh, but you know they'll tell they'll explain to you what the coin is and what they do and then you can make your judgment on if you think that's a good investment or not or whether or not think it's a good investment um and i think that's the best way people can do because it's it's not everyone's gonna have uh, the best best advice, and not even I might even not have the best advice. So you know, I'm not gonna tell people to buy something if they're not gonna. If I I would never tell someone to buy something I don't have money in. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I, I love that. Well, again, thank you so much, Nick, for coming on and and spitting some knowledge and and opening up a little bit. Um, any last words before I let you go? 
Well, thank you so much for having me on. You know, it's cool talking. Thank you. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.